everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Alexandra Dochevich. She's a registered nurse, an author of It Really Is Simple, a holistic approach to self-confidence. She's a real estate investor. She's also got her bachelor's, master's, and doctorate in classical violin. She's an options trader, and she's also an advocate for perpetual health and wealth. Um, today, we're going to talk about her journey and how she became the self-advocate she is and about how about her book and just her life's journey. Hi, Alexandra. Hello, Alexa. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm excited to talk to you um, about your journey. I think being a self-advocate and just an advocate for people in general is so important. And I'd love to like hear kind of how you got started with that. Well, how I got started with that, that's a great question because it didn't really start at one particular time, but it gradually developed right into a self-advocacy and um, self-confidence building. For one thing, I struggled with lack of self-confidence and self-esteem for over 20 years. And it was completely self-inflicted because it was mostly professionally based. Uh, as a violinist of 26 years, I never developed the ability to truly enjoy stage performance the way I wanted to enjoy it because I constantly criticized myself a lot yeah. and with a good reason, really with a good reason. But having grown in a family of musicians, my parents were quite critical and ambitious in a way that really kept you down to earth, didn't allow you to fly in the sky, say, oh, I'm great, I'm all that. They all constantly question yourself. And then I had some teachers that were great, but quite critical also. And to me, that didn't work with me the way it should have, because early on in my teen, teenage or early 20s, I started questioning myself so much that actually I allowed my self-criticism to defeat me rather than motivate me. Mm. And that was a big yeah. mistake, which I didn't realize at a time at all. It took a long time to unwind that whole mental process and see what I actually did wrong to myself yeah. without anybody else. Uh, guilt for that because everybody meant well right everybody means well but the road to health is all paid by good intentions if you don't figure out well where conventional wisdom is where it doesn't work for you anymore and you have to find your own way so I was very late starter with that and when the market for classical music started dramatically shrinking in two th between 2006 and 2008 when orchestras in the United States started bankrupting one after the other or the business model of the orchestra major oh, managers know. started shrinking the orchestra continue from so you finally started to figure it out for yourself like how to become an advocate uh, well what happened was the classical music market started shrinking between 2006 and 2008 orchestras in the united states um, began to bankrupt or downsize and at that point i was 32 years old and i finally had to face the fact that I wasn't competitive enough to survive this market. And while there were lots of people around me who were in my position, they didn't even contemplate the idea to change their professions because um, they had been used to doing the same thing for so long, over two decades, because we started practicing our instruments professionally between the age of three and six. I was six years old when I started. So all you're fed in your life is music, 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 and you don't have any other skills if you went to a specialized music school the way I did for 12 years from first to 12th grade. And yeah. it was minimal science based whatsoever. But by the time I realized uh, I wasn't uh, going to make it in this market, I was 32. I could spend 11 years in college, mind you. And right. started thinking, what is a profession that is in high demand? 
all over the world. And it won't require another 11 years of college. So nursing appeared to be this profession. And I uh, knew that I had some passion for science from early on when I was a little child, I had these little insects in jars that I love to explore and <laughs> never went anywhere because parents want me to be a musician, right? So that bi biology passion kind of evaporated with time with all the obligations with practicing violin between seven and nine hours daily professionally. And um, so at age 32, I went to nursing school. Okay, so everything crashed at that point. Um, my, um, I went through a divorce. I saw my profession wasn't going anywhere. So I had to start something very new, um, unfamiliar. Yeah. And I got all these textbooks. I remember the A&P textbook was between 1100 and 1200 pages. So I read it four times from cover to cover in the months before I started the actual class while I was taking the <laughs> algebra classes, the sociology, yeah. psychology and all that. And it was weird because the community college, they got me through this math class test to see if I needed algebra as a nursing student. And I did the test and they said, yeah, you don't need algebra. I'll say, no, no, I do need algebra because I can't mess up a medication. I haven't done math in probably 15 years. I'm going to do not only intermediate algebra, but also beginning algebra. But you pass the test and no, guys, your test is BS because I, you had multiple choice questions and I worked my way backwards from the answers to your problems. And I solved the problems without knowing what I was doing. So <laughs> that's what struck me with the education system, how actually flawed it was in many ways. You did this yeah. test, but it really doesn't testify for any knowledge or practical skills. So I took the math classes in an accelerated way and um, nursing school three years. And then, um, so conventional wisdom, it's self-advocacy, right? Gradually, I understood that everything I had learned up to that point was 95% didn't apply to me. So the five aspects of life, the way I view them now, um, your health, your spirituality, your career, your finances, and your relationships, I did everything reverse of what I had been taught up to that point. But again, it took me about 12 years to accomplish that to where I am today. Okay. Right. So I thought, okay, if I have a steady full-time job as a nurse, that would be great because I'll have income all my life and I'll live great. Well, come nursing job profession, see how all the nurses lived and the doctors to some extent, how they were treated by the corporations that are swallowing hospital after hospital. Right. Yeah. You realize it's not that simple. And then knowing what happened to 401ks in 2008, when yeah. millions of people lost their retirements, I figured, okay, there is something else that I'm missing here. That's where I came to the idea of investing my savings into cash flowing assets. So yeah. there are several types of investors, right? You have capital gains investors, you have cash flow investors. I'm primarily the cash flow investor. I like to have assets that are less taxed income wise than uh, the job. Um, income, which is the highest taxed income in this country and in many other countries in the world. Mm -hmm. So that I built my three real estate businesses, which I managed by myself to the present day. And then I learned options training. That's another opportunity for cash flowing if yeah. you do it right. Okay. And that also, of course, narrowed down my relationship choices because you have to be with the right people at the right time. Right. And eliminate everybody else who tries to influence you in their own way that is conventional and they're oh my gosh you're doing way too many risky things you're leveraging yourself too much so no no you have to try and see if you can yeah. learn all these different vocabularies and jargons of these different fields of knowledge like finance uh, nursing science and uh, right so the way i went against conventional wisdom in all aspects of life uh first of all um health-wise i stopped eating meat and poultry 2000, but 
with the healthcare system now being my profession and uh, seeing what it did to people to keep them basically perpetually sick with chronic yeah. disease, I understood that many of the government recommendations about food were plainly wrong. So I went against that and I became a whole foods organic vegan almost five years ago. Wow. My boyfriend and I. So I had, I was okay because I had stopped meat and poultry in 2000. Right. So you'd already been called, kind of used to some of it. Called turkey. He quit the animal products altogether and became organic vegan like me together because he had developed a couple of chronic diseases that were only going to get progressively worse. And four months after we became vegan, his blood work came out completely clean for the first time in 15 years. Wow. And now he's 50. He takes no pharmaceutical drugs. I'm 46. I have no, take no pharmaceutical drugs. We don't get sick in this house. Now we're also fitness maniacs. Okay. And you have to be very um, active in your um, fitness uh, plan and uh, discipline. We met as martial artists. He was Mm -hmm. one of my most uncompromising instructors. So from then on, we develop our cardio routine and uh, to optimize our health. But so that was one thing going to against conventional wisdom and advocating for yourself. Now I'm going to be plant-based because that is the health is that, especially if you buy organic. Okay, you don't get sick with that because it doesn't uh, perpetuate chronic diseases like diabetes, type 2 heart disease and cancer. Mm-hmm. And then spiritually, um, I realized also very early that prayers won't do it for me. If I didn't do it myself and I didn't take 100% responsibility for my life, uh, I can pray all you want, but nothing's going to happen. So now I prefer to meditate because that's a way yeah. better for, way for me to actually listen what's happening rather than me talking, <laughs> even in, in my own mind. So that's what worked better for me. While everybody else says, oh, you know, with the help of you know, whatever deity you choose. I'm like, yeah. no, that, that's really not the way for me. As far as career, I went against the conventional understanding that, which was very pervasive in my culture in Bulgaria. I'm Bulgarian originally, right? Right. You've done something for almost 30 years. How are you going to change now? You can't. You have to continue what you're doing. Well, no, because I didn't learn anything else. So I have no practical understanding of any life reality other than music, which has little to do with real life, honestly, because when you play an orchestra and you study all these pieces, it creates self-discipline and work ethic, but you don't know anything about the real world. And so that was the other thing. And then financially, everybody was saying, oh, no, investing is risky. You have to do a 401k. You have to, you know, keep your savings account safe, even though it doesn't. But that 401k didn't do well as in 2008. So (laughs) exactly. So people still go with that, though, because the employers offer it and you have zero control over the money that is taken from your paycheck every two weeks or every month. Uh, It's in the the mercy of Wall Street. And when it crashes, you right. crash with it, right? And if you're 60 years old, you don't have a time to see a recovering market because it always recovers much slower than it crashes. Right. So to the present day, I don't have a 401k. Imagine that. My boyfriend doesn't have a 401k. We invest in real estate and options trading. Which to me and makes actually I mean, we sense, evaporated so. our house debt in a matter of five years because I was building all the assets. We first bought the investment property. It was a fourplex. We still have it. We lived in one apartment, rented the other three. Then we bought our house killed the debt after I purchased several other real estate properties that I was renting and still rent. And you make that plan, but it's not a getting rich quick scheme. You have to really plan for it and persevere with the plan for the decade or five or eight years, however long it takes for you. And then you are all of a sudden, you know, okay, you already built your first million, big deal. Let's go to the second one and third one. I never thought it was possible. 
And that also prompts you to go against conventional wisdom with relationships. You can't worry about hurting others' feelings if a certain relationship is against your ethical principles, your moral principles, or against your aspirations. Mm-hmm. Okay, you will never become a self-advocate if you allow to get influenced by people but, yes. are even unintentionally against your best interest. Right. That does make sense. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I agree. I um like I became my own self-advocate after having a chronic illness and trying to figure out what was going on. And I had doctors telling me I was in my head and all this stuff. Well, I knew there was something going on. So instead of just listening to them and going, I kept going further and trying different things when I'm helping myself. Excellent. So I learned that too, that it is, you need to not listen to everybody, what everyone says. You have to listen to your own body and your own self. While you're learning. Correct. Right. You have to acquire the knowledge and then you have to be able to question it right. from your own perspective. Yeah. So how did you come up at, at, um, of your book? It, it is really simple, holistic approach to self-confidence. How did you decide to start writing it? People were asking me, how can you be so doing so many things yet go to the fitness for three hours a day, four days a week? And how could you accumulate all this wealth and be completely independent, not mm-hmm. having to work anymore. We really don't have to go to work anymore. We just choose to continue working because patients need us. It's a way to be helpful to society. Yeah. And it's a great profession to be in. But if our employer says something that it's against our ethical principles, we can say, thank you. Nice to know you, but goodbye. Right. Yeah, we exactly. Don't right. So the book, it came from questions from patients, friends, and investment mentees. And I figured, well, why don't I just tell people what I did myself, my own Mm -hmm. system, how I came to my decisions and uh, my um, realization of dreams and goals, how I built these goals, what helped me, how I combine all of my knowledge into one holistic approach to my own life. And people can get some ideas and develop their own approaches. Right. The main idea is to not be afraid to question, to try to fail particularly the fear of failure. Yeah. Right. It's the biggest enemy to success because you can fail 10, 20 times, but if you learn how 20 times things don't work, then you find a way that you make things work for you. But the most important principle that I emphasized in the book, and I, that's why I wrote the book, is because people don't, don't understand. I mean, they, they do understand, but they don't um, take action when they right. see that something is in the way to remove it from the way or remove themselves from that unsupportive factor in their life. Yeah. And then clean the room for the better things they desire and go for it. Okay. So the book, uh, the structure of the book actually came very easy to me because I, I organized my life in a way that I relentlessly pursue elevation of each of these five aspects, health, spirituality, career, finances, and relationships every day of my life. I never let any of these dwindle and be Mm -hmm. out of um, my sight. And even if I can focus for a minute on something that needs fixing in one end, I always keep track of the other aspects. Because if you let any of these deteriorate, you will not be complete. You won't be holistic and something will be compromised in a way that later it will be harder to gain control over. Yeah. Okay. So the book is really uh, 
teaches you some techniques for self-confidence building, for eliminating fears that are unfounded mostly in your life. But mm-hmm. it also, I will I teach you how you can be perpetually healthy, how you can be perpetually wealthy, what you can do if you want to. But mostly it's about integrity towards yourself, self-discipline and perseverance and self-reliance. These are my biggest, biggest topics in the book. And I talk about these through every life aspect that I'm discussing. Here is the book, all right? And uh, it's long, but it's easy to read because I'm yeah. a foreigner, okay? So it took me six months to write and then a year to edit because okay. of my non-English background. <laughs> and eventually I chose an independent publisher. The editor did a great job, but I already had done most of the job because I edited it 30 times before I even gave it to the publisher. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be helpful to the publisher by not saying, oh my gosh, right? And it worked very well. It worked very well. I never thought I could write a book. Uh, the commitment was way more than I envisioned just with everything else I have done in my life because yeah. I'm not a natural talent in any, any aspect that I have succeeded. Everything I've done is because of curiosity. First, desperation, then curiosity, and then just making myself do it for the sake of doing it and Everything else is just falls in place after that. But you got to push yourself. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, where can we find the book? Is it the any- book? Yeah, I have a website. It's uh, called www.holisticselfconfidence.com. Very easy to navigate, very user friendly. We have a paperback and ebook version. The ebook is purchasable worldwide. Okay. The paperback is uh, purchasable in the US. And if you're outside of the US, you can contact me through the contact form and my um, fulfillment house will tell you how much it will take for the shipment and uh, the purchase of the book if you still want to buy a paperback copy, okay? But the ebook is really purchasable online. You can download for free an ebook, uh, ePub, excuse me, ePub file reader, which is now mostly available on most computers. But if you don't have it on your computer, it's free 10 minute download online. And then you can read the ebook on your computer once you download it, you purchase it. So perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I learned a lot from you, and I hope I think my listeners probably have too. Um, I want to play a quick game with you before I let you go. Oh, now you got me. <laughs> it's going to be fun, it's easy. Um, first question is, what is your drink of choice? Drink of choice, water, filtered water. Yeah. Um, favorite movie, TV show, or both? Oh, that's a, that's a, such a funny question. You're asking that because the very first sentence of the book, the introduction asks, have you seen the movie mirror mask? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get, I have lots of favorite movies, but this one truly, um, inspired me to write the book. And that's a very funny question. <laughs> I, like to, I like to keep it light. <laughs> yes. But that's funny. It's in your book, too. So. Mirror Mask. Mirror Mask okay. is a, a movie by the Jim Hansen Company. It came way before its time, I think, because it's such a well done. I mean, the story is a pure children's story, okay? We all have a child in us, hopefully, uh, until the time we die. Uh, but the make of the movie is just so eloquent and so beautiful and uh, elegant that um, and the main um, character she's great but the very useful book is what I really got the idea for my book from the very useful book it's a book that saves lives and tells you what the next step is and 
it's a much more useful book than many other books I know in that movie. It's a very simple tool, but it's just really an amazing uh, connector with all the events in the movie. So that's why I um, integrate it into my book. So if people have seen Mirror Mask, they can relate. <laughs> all right. Um, words of advice for your younger self. For my younger self. Um, don't be so dumb not to start something new and wait forever, only to ask yourself later, why didn't you start five years ago? <laughs> yeah. Um, five words to describe yourself. Stubborn, self-demanding, ambitious, ethical, and hardworking. I like that. And the last one is, what does success mean to you? Success means to bring your dreams to realization, to have nothing missing in your life and help others at the same time without necessarily insisting on your ways of doing things, but encourage them to find their own ways and not be afraid to question and just find something new for yourself, even if everything else says don't do it. If it's ethical, moral, and legal. Right. Right. That's a very important part because today we see a lot of the opposite and I don't yeah. encourage that. No. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for coming on. And besides your website, is there anywhere else um, we can find you? It is on Amazon also uh, available on Amazon. Same price mm -hmm. for the customers. I prefer to draw, drive the traffic to the website if possible, because they can stay in touch with me if you want to ask something. I have a blog on the website that's also helpful. Uh, it's, it's a new blog. I have five posts so far, but I post every 10 days or every couple of weeks, a new topic. So people can get to know me before they decide to buy the book because you have to trust somebody before you buy their book, right? It's more than fair. And can you just repeat your website again? www.holisticselfconfidence.com. Uh, they can also find the link on YouTube. Uh, my Facebook page is Holistic Self-Confidence. So the website doesn't have dashes, but the Facebook page has dash between self and confidence, holistic self-confidence. So that's okay. another way to find me. All right. Well, that'll also be in the description below. And I will talk to you guys next time. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.